Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creators Outlet Podcast. Please subscribe, comment, and share, and join our YouTube family over at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Creators Outlet. Remember, this is always a podcast, so if you can't listen to the entire show, you can download it later on tonight anywhere you get a podcast from. Today, we'd like to welcome our special guest, Alton of Witches of Westchester. Hello, are you, How are you? Great, man. Glad to be here. So uh, we talked a little bit before, and I realized you were the guy behind uh, Vampires of New Jersey. Yeah. A campaign I, I saw a few, a, a few years ago and thought it looked awesome. But by the time I saw it, uh, it was it was here and gone. And yeah. it went out. And uh, is does this... Uh, book uh coincide in that universe or is this a totally different thing no it's it's all shared universe um i introduced witches of westchester i think in vampires uh number six okay so it all kind of links together cool and and blackjack is in the same universe too yeah he is right now he's he's uh he's a uh, grounded science fiction superhero so he's kind of separate from the horror verse that i'm creating Mm-hmm. But it's in the same universe. And I'm actually just about to write Vampires 10, which um, I think will be the end of the first volume because I wanted to do the thing I hated when I was a kid. You know, you buy a Marvel or DC book and you get into it and then they change the artist and it kind of threw me off as far as the storyline. Yeah, so I've, I've been working with the same artist. I wanted to do 10 straight issues with them to have a nice, solid body of work. And um, I'm going to. I'm going to pull an end game in issue 10 of vampires and try pulling everybody from my shared universe into it. So blackjack will be, you know, more prevalent then, but yeah, it's all in one universe. Very and I live in Jersey. So it's all, you know, it starts out usually based in Jersey or Philadelphia where I was born or, or, you know, like East coast. And then I go across the country. Blackjack actually travels when he's over there, right? Actually mm-hmm. travels across the country um, he has uh, powers to change without his control. So one week he can fly, then he can't. One week he's super strong, and then he's not. 
So he takes a trip across the country to find other people like himself to see why he is the way he is. It's like uh, X-Files meets Unbreakable. So, Very cool. But um, yeah, they're all scripts that I wrote and then, you know, storyboarded with a comic artist. And then I put it in my local store and people started buying them. So then I'm like, ah, I'm doing comics now instead of, <laughs> which is cool. Yeah, it, wor it worked out fine because mm -hmm. you work from home. Yeah. And, <laughs> and last year it must have come in handy. Yeah, it was kind of crazy because even with the Kickstarter, um, I had been, um, I guess I've been doing Vampires in New Jersey started about 2017. Um, and I put the book in uh, 25 stores um, and it's sold out. All the issues have sold out. So I had some fans sit me down last January uh, before this one, before, you know, this year. And they were like, dude, we really like what you're doing. You need to do a Kickstarter so that you can reach more people. And I was like, well, I did an Indiegogo in 2019 and it crashed and burned after three days. I was horrible at it. And they were like, no, no, no. We, we, we think we have this plan where, you know, you use cover artists that are well known, you work with them and create something new and yada, yada, yada. And that's how I got into Kickstarter. And my first Kickstarter started right after everything shut down. I think we shut down was in end of March and my Kickstarter was for April. And I'm like, oh my God, the whole world's falling apart. Should I be doing this Kickstarter? But guess what? It turned out people were in their houses. They wanted something different and, uh, and it funded, you know, relatively quick. They wanted something to read and Diamond shut down and quit shipping books to anybody. Yeah, that, that was crazy. That was insane. You know, it's like, hmm, apparently they want the indie market to thrive like it has been. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of what happened because um, you know I'm I'm I was in stores, so I've I've developed a good relationship with store owners, local store owners, between um, Philly and um, as far north as Jay and Silent Bob's up around that area. Um, mm -hmm. I sold out there a couple of times, and and Mike always tells me, and I actually did get to meet Kevin Smith up there, and uh, and um, you know he liked my book because I was going up just to thank him for putting it in there. I'm like dude, you put my book next to Marvel and DC and it sold out. He was like, yeah, that's what I love. I love, you know, indie stuff, but it hurt, you know, a lot of local comic guys by diamond, not being able to do anything. Yeah. But at the same time, people online were able to do a lot of things. And I actually met a lot of people. I wouldn't have met otherwise. I don't think, cause they usually do cons and they're usually more out and now they had to be in. So it was, you know, it was a good and bad time, but good for networking and meeting people online. Yeah, I mean, uh, I started doing this show uh, a little over a year and a half ago, and I'm fast approaching 200 episodes. There you go. I do three to four of these a week. Congratulations. I do, uh, I do the, the Sean's uh, Art Show on, on Wednesday. Pat yourself on the back, Will. That's a lot of media creation. That's nice. And uh, I, I, I do another show with a buddy of mine from Outright Geekery who uh, nice. we uh, – we hit the virtual spinner rack and we do, we, we go through and we, we read a book and talk about it yeah. one, once a week, but it's all older back issues. We've done from golden to silver bronze. Nice. Uh, and cause we're two old guys at Lake comics. Uh, we named the show. Okay. 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 Boomer the podcast. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so educate them. Everybody's like, goes, I know you do three shows. I finally remember creators outlet. An okay boomer. What was the other one? I go, the art show with Sean. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I was just on that last week. I go, I know. Uh, so it's been, uh, 
it's 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 been a crazy ride. It keeps it keeps me busy. Yeah, I get I get to do my napping during the day uh, if I'm not busy doing stuff and yeah. uh, you know taking care of health issues and everything. So okay. uh, you know, kick back kick back in bed and been reading some indie stuff. Yeah. And uh, enjoying myself for the most part, you know. Good, man. That's so, good to hear. So, where did where did the idea for this whole universe thrive from? Uh, well, I remember I was uh, I was shooting a film in Philadelphia called uh, "Who Is Jose Luck." It was like a low levels low level mob movie that I wrote. And um, I've owned a, I've owned a production company since 2004. So oh, nice! I did commercials for Comcast and short films for a long time. And then by 2010, I was like, well, we should do like a full length film. So I ended up working with, you know, a lot of local actors in Philadelphia. And on the set, I remember uh, one day early on, one of the guys came in and he goes, dude, have you seen True Blood? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, you got to see it's incredible. It's incredible. Well, I never saw it. So then later on, after the show went off the air, somebody gave me the DVDs to, you know, watch in my whenever I get a chance. And I started watching them and I was like, wow, this is great. You know, this very southern and gothic, southern gothic thing. And I was like, I wonder what would happen if they showed up in, in Jersey. <laughs> you know, what would Tony Soprano say? So that became the pitch kind of, um, you know, uh, true blood meets the Soprano. And from there, um, I was working on my doctorate. And when you do that, you write like 200 pages, you give it to your committee and they, they tell you it sucks. You throw it out and you start writing again. And to just release myself from, you know, that mental torture, I said, I want to write something that I don't have to worry about. Because, you know, when you do independent film, you really don't write some giant epic script to blow everything up and end of the world because you're like, that doesn't fit in the budget. So I've always wrote kind of to spec. And I said, I'm just going to write something totally like let it go and see what comes out. And that was Vampires in New Jersey 1. And I posted the idea online because um, it's a, everything I write is a script. Um, I posted the idea online and uh, an artist, Mahathir Buang, who drew Silver Surfer for Marvel in the early 2000s, he liked it. And he was like, oh, this is a great idea. I want to do this. I want to work with you. And I didn't even know who he was. But my wife, who doesn't collect comics, she, she just looked at it just from an artist, artistic perspective. And she said, I'm looking at all these artists and this guy is the best. And if you're going to do a comic, do a good one. So I ended up working with him and he helped do storyboards, you know, the basics for, for the first three issues. And uh, from there, I worked with and I had worked with Connor, uh, um, Connor Cole, who actually works for a big company out on the West coast as an animator, um, the house of mouse, but I'm his like side gig. So when he's not getting called by them and he has free time, he he's been doing vampires in New Jersey. And we're up to issue. I think issue eight will be out by Halloween. So good timing. What was that? Good oh, timing. Yeah. Well, we try <laughs> certain times of year are better for him. And right now pushing it out, Actually, right around Thanksgiving, he get they usually get some big order to do something, you know, animation wise. You know, when you see one of those uh, Avengers films and you see all those little names going by for who created what, that that's he's he's in there somewhere. He's in there somewhere doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
that's that's basically it. You know, I wanted to do something a little different, mix genres together, and see what uh, what comes out. I I took the first issue to my local store, Ron's Comics, Ron's Comic World in Mount Holly, New Jersey, where that's my store where I buy my comics. And I was like, Ron, you know, I do films. I don't know actually know what to do with this. And he goes, Oh, the paper's good, Al. You know, let me put it in, and we'll see. You know. And the next day, my buddy texts me. He's like, dude, I went to get your comic and it sold out. <laughs> yeah. And that was like about four years ago. So from there, I started doing cons. People would go to cons. They go home. Then they come on Facebook or Vampires in New Jersey. And they go, dude, just put your comic in my local store. You know, And I would say, yeah, I'll do that. But I, you know, I don't actually know your local store. So that's why that's how I ended up in stores. People were literally going and requesting it. And, you know. Most of the stores were nice enough to put me in there, and then it, it started selling. So, and it it just goes up from there. Um, well, it's been, you, ha- been that so way. Th- this is this is a big question. Have you uh, have you talked to uh, Varian Grant over at Liberty? Uh, no, I mean not about. You mean about working with them? Once um, it would be after the after the fact. Uh, they do. Uh, they they have uh, IndieVolt Radio oh, yeah. TV. Yeah, I was just on. I was just on. I'm on their shows pretty often, so I am familiar oh, yeah. with them. I haven't talked like specific. I talked to them. I haven't talked to them about what I do and what they do. Well, it was just it was just it was it was just that I just an idea because he's distributing to uh, well over a hundred stores nationwide now. I knew I know he's growing, you know, and he's been building. So that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking for distribution, so I guess I will be talking to him now. Yeah, it's a good it's a good idea. And uh, since you since you're a regular on the show, you already know their uh, their discount code for Gemini mailers. <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar with them. <laughs> gotta have those mailers, man. They keep it safe. I got a stack of them over there for whenever yeah. I sell stuff. Yeah, keep them safe. And uh, this campaign comes uh, with an art book as well. Yeah, last time I did Bunny Goes to Space, um, and I did Vampires in New Jersey. I did two Kickstarters for it, and I work with a lot of other creators like CB Zane, Wendy uh, Steen Shainer, um, Steph Wilson, um, saw uh, April uh, uh, Rainia. Um, so. I noticed a lot of the uh, successful campaigns on Kickstarter had uh, women, you know, as leads, which mm-hmm. was cool. So I said, well, I need, I, I want to develop something specifically for the Kickstarter market, for Kickstarter people. So I came up with a character, Bunny Goes to Space, and she's like uh, Harley Quinn meets Barbarella. So it's kind of like a retro 60s throwback look. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So... I said, well, I, 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 I want to test the character before I actually put her out, like really like see if people even think it's a good idea. So I said, I'll do an art book and I'll go to each artist and say, look, you, here's the idea for the character. You give me your interpretation of the character. It could be anything you, you, the way you see her. And that will help me inform whether people want it and how to create the actual comic, you know, what the comic should probably look like. Mm-hmm. It's like feedback from people. And I was like, well, I don't know. I have an idea how this is going to go. Well, actually, it was the biggest thing I did. It did it did um, seventeen uh, thousand on Kickstarter, and then another three and a half on Indiegogo. So, nice. and that was an art book, you know. So I said, well, 
I've been writing these stories and I have comics ready to go. I usually write ahead. You know, I try and write like two or three issues ahead. So for Witches of Westchester, I have had the comic. I, I was actually going to release it uh, when co- before, you know, around when COVID hit. Um, but of course, it got delayed. So I said, well, I'll do an art book since people really do like the idea of an art book, which is basically a collection of the covers. You know, you don't have to buy every single cover. You can buy the art book and then you have a collection of the covers. And then with Bunny, it was pick your own cover. So, you know, it worked. It worked out. It just seemed to be something that people really enjoyed, you know. But I also want to you know, I did write the comic and the comic is fairly entertaining. So I want to give people a choice. Get one, get the other, get both. Doesn't matter. Whatever you like. And let's take a look at that now. So, 10 days to go. You're at 10,470 with 188 backers. Yeah, thank you, backers. Yeah, I mean, good numbers. Yeah, it's, it's building, you know. This is my fourth kick, uh, Kickstarter. So, you know, I always tell people the key is, you know, promotion before, work hard during, and then, you know, fulfill. You got to deliver. You know, that's the most important thing. Give people what they ask for in a, you know, when you say you, you're going to give it to them. Things happen along the way, of course, that make it hard to do that. But do your best to get, get that fulfillment right. And then people, you know, will follow you, which is pretty much the way it's been going so yeah that works out yeah you know if i find that even you know even with the hiccups uh during during the course of because you could have problems with the printer or uh you know they could they could be any kind of you know flub paper shortage you know what have you is as long as you're communicating on a regular on regular updates to all your backers that's the key most of them are just like, yeah, cool. Okay, yeah, they, I'm good. Yeah, they've been, they've been pretty flexible. And you do go through that, you know, uh, switching of printers because they can't, you know, they're, you know, a lot of printers I use aren't the biggest printers. Um, some of it, you know, when you do naughty and nice, there are printers that won't print naughty. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have to find people who are willing to work with you. And um, just, you know, like you said, I think you're right. The communication is key because, you know, for me as a consumer, if I can't get it when you say I'm going to get it, you can at least take the time to explain why, you know, and that you're working on it. So, yeah, that's very important. Yeah, I talked to uh, um, one of the last campaigns I got in was from uh, Matt Knowles and Steph Cannon their their dual campaign and uh they sent it to i i ordered i ordered their ketchup tier because i had never actually read any anything so i got i got matt's trade paperback which is almost 400 pages wow and i got steph's trade paperback which is 152 pages nice plus uh all the all the cool extra things you know all the perks and stuff yeah that were in there uh I got a challenge coin from him, like a glow in the glow in the dark guitar pick. Oh wow! Uh, which has Matt's emblem on one side and Steph's on the other. <laughs> I like and, it. Which I like is it. which, is, which is wicked cool. And it is. and Matt's got a 
like got a very heavy, heavy metal band. Really? Nice. And they do, he does an album for each Kickstarter. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, a friend of his came in who he's played with. They've been friends since they were kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he laid down a bunch of tracks for him like he usually does. But 11 days afterwards, this guy uh, passed away in a fatal car accident. Oh, so um, this. Somebody ran a stop sign or a, or a light and, and ended his life, sadly. Much too young, but they did a uh, they did a homage cover of that guitarist sitting on the Game of Thrones Iron Throne, mm-hmm. except the throne was made up of every single guitar this guy ever owned or played. That's sweet. And That's all the proceeds from that uh, were donated uh, to his family to help out. Nice. So, I I think just about everybody that was a backer on that campaign when they heard of that, yeah. uh, bought it. So yeah. I've got, I've got two trades I'm trying to go through plus, yeah. plus the main issue. And I was a DJ for 30 years. Nice. Uh, 2016, I ended up in a coma. I died on the operating table. Oh my God. Uh, and then apparently hell sent me back. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm in a, I'm in a wheelchair now, limited mobility, but I'm still here. That's right. Um, but my love of music has has never died, and I saw that you could you could either buy an MP3 download, right. the CD, or you could buy a splatter vinyl. And I'm like, wow. okay, splatter vinyl, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, because I will I will play that once to hear to hear the to hear the sound off the vinyl, right, and then it'll get hung up in like a vinyl frame and the colors on that, that album jacket mm. and the actual piece of vinyl will look wonderful underneath a black light. So. Yeah. yeah uh, that is, that's very cool. I do music. And I was thinking literally when they had me, uh, they had me on uh, pitches be crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got to the point where they said, do a song of your comic. And I, my guitars and stuff are right over there. So I just plugged in and started playing and it's the first time I played in about two years and I was thanking them for it. Cause I, I have a herniated disc that affected my ear and my ear has been off for a while, but it, you know, it's like your love of, of music in general, you never lose that, you know, mm-hmm. but I used to, whenever I used to write, when I was doing, you know, films, short films or whatever, I would think music, you know, cause to me, your favorite film moments have some type of background music that, that click in your head, you know? Yeah. It could be the mandolin from The Godfather or, you know, from, you know, Friday 3rd or, you know, it's always something oral that, that connects with it. So when I would write, I would think of music and I haven't done that with the comics. So I, that's that's brilliant. I'm going to I'm going to start thinking like that again, you know, because you can you can create it. It, it inspires you to create in different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And uh, just a just a little tip on that note. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt found out this year because there was music involved in his campaign right. that you could alternate week to week right. where you list your Kickstarter. 
because there was an album involved. So week one, it gets listed under comics. Week two, it gets listed under music. And when people realize there's a comic and art and stuff involved. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that is sweet. I like that. So just something to keep in mind. Be like, ah, I like to pass along like little tricks when I actually learned it. Yeah. You know, being an old dog and all, you know. Yeah, you have to. That's great. I love that. That's so perfect. I'm like, I go, that's awesome. He goes, because even if somebody just buys the album, uh, now you have now you've got an entire brand new audience like every two right. weeks right. that right. wasn't aware of anything you were doing. So yeah. opening up a whole different bunch. Yeah, a whole different bunch of people. Yeah. Plus they they did uh, glow in the dark leather uh, turntable mats. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I want one so bad. Yeah. I don't have enough money because I had to buy all your books. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm like, uh, I go, that's, I still haven't found, I still haven't found my 1200s. They're still in a box somewhere. <laughs> I go, hopefully, uh, but the, the good news uh, with all that is I, I stayed in contact with Matt and I've known Matt for a couple of years now. Right. Uh, he was one of the first guests on this show. Cool. And, uh, I said, I see you guys are going and picking up books. And then the de- a day later, you're locking up books and bringing a certain amount with you because you're at a convention. <laughs> right. Uh, when am I getting my stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he goes, we started mailing out last week. Uh, your boxes, both your boxes. I go, both. He goes, yeah. Uh, one trade. And uh, extra stuff is coming. My trade and extra stuff is coming in one Gemini. And Steph's trade, uh, the two copies of the book, right. and the uh, the trading cards are coming in the other one. I go, oh, neat. There you go. Uh, one, two, punch. Yeah, and the, the album wasn't supposed to come out, wasn't supposed to be shipped to November. I go, cool, my birthday. Uh, <laughs> but now it's shipping this month. Oh, nice. Uh, they they finished everything with the album, so uh, it it'll be it'll be out by the end of this month. So probably in about two two and a half weeks, uh, nice. they'll start shipping them. I'm like, yes, good deal. So yes. I want to take I want to take a look at your trailer. Oh yeah, uh, by uh, Lisa Lisa Malone and Malone Management. Oh, very good. I know all those fine folks. Think Buffy meets the craft, with evil dead thrown in. Meet the witches of Westchester. The art book and the first issue of the comic book is now available on Kickstarter. Witches of Westchester is part of Alton Simpson's Shared Universe comic series, with art by C.B. Zane, 
Lance Footer, Wendy Steen Shaner, Trevor Grace, Axe Bone, Gregorio Lagarino, Sean Howe, Steph Wilson, Carrie Ann, April Grady Reyna, and UK model Asia Miriam. Get both our nice and naughty covers now. Check out the Kickstarter today. Very cool. Yeah, it worked out. I got I, I get lucky with the artists that that you know that I work with. They usually bring something I didn't even think of to the table and, and create something different with what I give them, and it's always interesting, you know. So I, I'm very lucky like that. Yeah, there's there's a there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of great covers in here. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You know, besides Sean's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, his is excellent. I mean, I, he's another one, you know, we just friended and then, you know, he told me more about what he did. And I, I was like, yeah, dude, you, you know, if you want to work with us, you know, let's do it. And uh, his stuff came out beautiful. Really oh, yeah. I, I love I love his artwork. I've, I've got a piece down here. Yeah. Uh, he's, he sent me I'm a I'm a huge Joker fan, Cesar Romero specifically. Yeah. You know, what's funny. I turned on the love boat today. I was flicking channels and a love boat came on and I'm like, ah, the love boat. I go, well, I got to see the beginning to see, you know, when the, when they show the, who's going to be on. And mm -hmm. then like Spock's mom was on and then her boyfriend was Cesar Romero. And I was like, so the Joker and Spock's mom, I'm like, how cool is that? <laughs> that's some, it. that's some freaky stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm always getting, like if I go to if I go to a show which I haven't been to one since 2019, right? I always get uh, I always get a sketch or a or a piece of the Joker. Yeah, and uh, Sean sent me this. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, this is it's classic. Batman 66 is what brought me into comics when I was a wee lad. Yeah. I am no longer wee. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I even, uh, my most recent one I got was from an indie creator out of uh, New Zealand. Oh, wow. That's classic. That's like right back to, uh, you know. Like Dick Sprang, yeah. I was like... I was like, nice. I went to go put it in a sleeve, but their paper is just a little bit bigger. Yeah. But he sent me his entire uh, run up to date in uh, all, uh, you know, a, fam a family uh, a family book that he does out there. And everything's like oversized because it's like the UK size. Yeah. Which I kind of like because you get you get more of the art that way. Right. So I found I found it interesting. Uh he just did his first convention for the first time in uh, almost three years. Wow! This past weekend, so that was lucky. 
So there's a whole bunch of sexiness in this book, dude. Uh, well, yeah, it's, you know, it's women who, who go to the college of Westchester university and, um, you know, they're sexy chicks. I mean, you know, it's college and their professor is kind of hot, you know, and she trains them in which ways and, uh, the most of then the bad guy, uh, or bad woman, lead old dark she's you know kind of smoking so yeah it's got a sexy element to it um i my my pitch for this i think is buffy meets uh the craft with some evil dead thrown in so i have like some super dark elements in it but i try and keep it you know fun along the way Mystery, a little a little lightheartedness yeah yeah well i like all three of those things so yeah me too <laughs> so but um, yeah, I like to try a few different things. At this point, I've got once I, I'm actually writing Bunny Number One now. So next year I'll have five titles. I think that's more than enough for an indie creator. And I'll well, just, yeah, that's that's quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, and I'll just kind of release every quarter. I'll try and get you know something out. You know, but I also I, the stores, and you know it is funny because you were mentioning you know the you had placed an order and then the person was doing cons too. You really get pulled from all different directions, you know, once you oh, start yeah. doing Kickstarters, cause it's like, I'm in stores and I know there are stores that have asked me for orders that I haven't fulfilled yet. Cause I just haven't gotten around to them because I'm so overwhelmed as just me doing the Kickstarter. But um, I think the Kickstarter is special because it's, it's a direct connection with the consumer. You know, everything else filters you. This is a direct thing. So to me, it's a special relationship that I, you know, I, I never want to break that bond. Uh, but I love being in stores. Nothing, nothing beats sitting in a store signing, you know. Oh, it's yeah. Fun. It's just a good time. And when I was a kid, we didn't even have stores. <clears throat> I was I was at the 7-Eleven spinner rack all the time in the 70s and 80s. So Yeah. Uh, my friends and I were all at uh, like uh either like a local five and ten or uh you know the local pharmacy mm -hmm. it was like a you know before cbs and walgreens and and stuff bought out everybody right uh, local drugstore yeah yeah and, and, and you know yeah. local family-owned <laughs> drugstore and you know the whole family worked there and yeah. uh every sunday if i was good that week my, my mother would drag drag me up the top of the street we'd cross over the main road and uh, go to Merlin's pharmacy. My mother would get the Sunday paper for the coupons, and I would I would get I would get a spider a three panel Spider Man strip in color. So yeah, I was thrilled. Yeah. And if I behaved, I would she would give me whatever change she got from uh, prescriptions and odds and ends that she picked up right. uh, to buy one on rare occasion, usually just my birthday and Christmas weeks, uh, two comics. So. Yeah. You know, but then again, they were like 25, 30, 35 cents a pop yeah. back yeah. then. I'm like, I just wish they were still that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were they were fun days. You know, so that's where that's where my, my love of comics grew. And I still had the very first book I ever bought with my own money. Really? What was it? You're gonna have to you know you gotta tell me. Uh Detective Comics four forty seven. 
it's got it's got creeper on the cover kick, kicking the crap out of batman at the gotham zoo oh, and the lions just happened to be out that's fantastic i was just talking about creeper on, on, a, on another podcast oh nice a guy, a guy created a character. Oh, I can't remember the name of his character, but he's doing a Kickstarter now. And he said that it was like, you know, his version of Creeper. And I was like, that's such a fantastic character. I wish they would get around to use them. He's, he is, yes, he is out of control and, and probably insane, but he's so much fun, you know? I like, I like the original version. They did one uh, a few years ago where they kind of like destroyed the character. Yeah, they, they basically, they basically turned. They basically turned Creeper into the DC spawn. Oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's that's not who Creeper is. No. Sorry, you're doing it wrong again, DC. Yeah. That's why I'm buying Independent. Yeah, he's a fantastic character. I'm buying Independent and Back Issues. That's a great, that's a great cover, man. That I can I can see, I can almost see that cover. That's amazing. We got some cool stretch goals, some of which are already all unlocked. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting to me because I had a top tier person buy something last time. You know, with top tier, you're like, oh my god, I got to ship this giant box full of stuff, and you want it to be perfect, and you're like, I got to make this person happy. Mm -hmm. He gets all this stuff. I mean, he literally gets everything. And then I get an email. I'm like, oh no, he sent me a message. And he's like, you know, everything is perfect, but you left out the stretch goals. And I'm like, people love those stretch goals. They really do. So I'm very, Wendy has taught me stretch goals are very important. So I'm, I'm very focused on those because I know they're, they're an important part of why people do a Kickstarter, you know? And they're cool looking. When they come in, I look at them, I'm like, wow. Like last time I did a poker chip and all these other things because Wendy and Lisa – we're working together with me on it and mm -hmm. they just throwing stuff at the wall. Like this sounds cool. Let's try that. This sounds cool. Let's try that. And I was like, yeah, it sounds cool. If we, you know, if I can source it so I can, you know, actually get my hands on it without too much trouble and ship it, then let's do it. You know? And I got lucky yeah. with Wendy. Wendy actually makes poker chips in her house. So she actually, <laughs> she actually made me poker chips. I like, I go, where am I getting poker chips? She goes, I make them. I'm like, you make them. But, um, you know, it's good to know somebody, as we say in Jersey. Yeah, there's a bunch of hobbits in her basement, and they're just slaving away at the pool. There's nothing going on, man. She's got that magic. You know? There's nothing going on. Making extra poker chips will make go to the casino. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, I got a poker chip uh, in uh, with uh, – I bought uh, Monty Moore's uh, Blood and Bullets. Right. And there was there was a poker chip, and one side was his logo, and the other side was the logo for the book. Nice. And I'm like, I got a poker chip. Yeah. Nobody will play cards with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty cool. I like I like the poker chips, and I like the coins. I think uh, Brian Polito got yeah. everybody hooked on the hooked on the coins. So yeah, Lady Dust, uh, amazing. That's a <coughs> I work with on a few campaigns with Kara Nicole, and the first time I met her was C2E2 just before uh, everything went south last year. Mm -hmm. and she was dressed as Lady Death, and it was just, like, amazing. Like, 
you know, to see her dressed like that. Yeah, pretty pretty much everything she dresses as looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I you know, call it a chameleon because sometimes she posts the picture, and I'm you know you're scrolling on Facebook, and I go I you know I look at it, I go oh, okay, and then I have to go back. I go that's Kara. It's amazing, you know. She actually volunteered to uh, took an interest in Bunny and wanted to do her version of, of Bunny Goes to Space, which came out wonderful. Oh, um, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, because uh, I think I live on, you know, I'm living on, on Social Security and stuff. So I'm like, you know, limited budget. And uh, and I, I sold, I found a bunch of keys in my comic collection that I sold, which I bought more comics with. Uh, of course. They were all, they were all indie campaigns, but uh, sadly I'm out of money and I've, overextended myself so i'm i'm on a hiatus from being able to buy anything for a couple yeah, months yeah you got to take a break every once in a while there yep got to take a break i did get i did pick up uh a shop had an exclusive uh virgin variant of uh her fire bitch number 1 right uh and it was her dressed as a sokatana yeah Okay, it was her with Ahsoka's headdress and a lightsaber and nothing else. <laughs> That's a classic. <laughs> That's why I bought it. Yeah. I go, ooh, Ahsoka's hot now. Ahsoka's really hot now. Yeah, yeah. So, so far, uh, all, your, all your backers have the uh, the Asia Mariam card. Yeah, she's an Instagram model that I, that I saw. And I just, she was very striking. And I was like, you're like, are you, you know, do you? do you have like tons of money for clothes or are you a signed model? And she's literally somebody who creates her own look all the time, like a lot of different looks. And I approached her, I said, well, I'm doing this comic. Yeah. You know, yada, yada, yada. And she was like, Oh, that's fantastic. Now she's over in England. Uh, she lives in London. And uh, yeah, she was nice enough to, uh, to help me out with the campaign. So she, she did some covers and, and, and some prints and we put a pack together for her. So I was happy to be able to introduce her to, you know, the comic world and, uh, and American audiences. Yeah. Bigger community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the 2k unlocked, uh, the infamous Sean Howe's mini print of his first cover Yeah, of his nice cover. Uh, and then, uh, he unlocked Lance, uh, Fodor's card mm -hmm. and Trevor Grace foil card. I'm just staring at his artwork. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, right. Trevor's uh, a wonderful uh, artist. He always comes up with something uh, different, you know, and cool. I can't imagine how shiny that's going to look in certain spots on, on that card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, CB Zane, who did uh, the main cover, correct? Yeah. Yeah, he's – he's uh, CB's really good at capturing uh, an iconic look of my ideas. He came up with a bunny thing that was amazing, and uh, his work on this once again, naughty and nice, uh, you know, awesome stuff. Yeah. So this is uh, the bookmarks, like right off the main cover. Mm -hmm. uh, we get a we get a which is a Westchester uh, st logo sticker. Uh, the Bob Heron card. Yeah, Bob's actually the uh, interior artist on this. Oh, nice. So he does fantastic. Uh, he does horror comics on his own, but he does really fantastic work. 
and he's he's your interior artist for the first ten issues, right? Oh no, that was that was the other book. Yeah, well, I try when I when I start with somebody, I want to finish with them, so I'll go as far as he'll go. You know, I I would prefer you know ten issues with each artist that I work with on each because uh, I'm literally lucky enough to have one individual artist who does everything on each comic. So if, yeah. I can, if I can ride it out with them and keep it consistent, uh, you know, I'll do that. Yeah. To keep that same look through yeah. like a 10 issue arc is great. Yeah. Uh, the April rain, a mini print. Mm -hmm. Then April, Wendy. April's another one that does April does amazingly different things with her art that, you know, strike me. And she does, you know, her own stuff. She just did a Kickstarter. I think she's done two since I met her. But she all she's another one who always comes up with her own spin on the characters, whatever the characters are. And Wendy's foil card. What can you say? My roommate from college keeps asking me who these girls are on Wendy's work. He, wants, <laughs> he, wants their phone. he literally asked me for their phone numbers. And I'm like, dude, they're not real women, but they look like real women. And that's Wendy's magic. She can really create something special. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the and the Axe Bone card is unlocked. Yeah, Axe always does something iconic and bodacious, as we shall say. Yeah, that's pretty bodacious. Mm -hmm. Naughty and nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then there's a whole bunch more stuff to unlock. Mm -hmm. uh, the next card that would be unlocked at, at 11K would be the Steph Wilson card. Yeah. And Steph and Carrie Ann uh, don't live far from me. We're about, oh, really? we're about an hour apart. That's cool. I, I actually met Steph um, before he started doing a lot of uh, art. Um, it's almost like he exploded. I, I met him at a tiny con I did in Tom's River in January of last, last year. I was introduced by the one fan that wanted me to do Kickstarters. And he's like, I want you to meet Steph and Carrie. And I met him, he showed me his art and I'm looking at him like, wow, this is totally different. You know, I've never seen anything exactly like this. And then I said, well, I do want to work with you on my, you know, my Kickstarter when I get to it in April. Then all the craziness happened last year. And later in the year, he's like, yeah, you know, you're the first person to like hire me. And I was like, you're kidding. Cause by the time my Kickstarter started going, Steph was all over the place. Oh you know, yeah, He's, everywhere. Him and Carrie Ann. Yeah. So, but yeah, I got to meet him in person, which was very cool. Yeah, it was it was odd for me the first time I talked to him online, uh, because I had them reversed. <laughs> I thought I thought I thought Steph was Carrie Ann, and I thought I didn't know what to think because I didn't know yeah. Carrie Ann's name yet. Right. And be like, Steph's a dude. I go, that's Ooh. funny. <laughs> and he's like, goes, actually funny. he goes, he goes, don't worry. You're like one of like a half a million people that, that think that because of the like, name. Like a Seinfeld episode. That's funny, man. But there's, there's still a, a ton of, uh, there's still a ton of stretch goals to unlock. Yep. And then we go in on the tiers. So you can get a digital copy of the art book for $10. Mm -hmm. 
contains all the cover art from issue one. Perfect. And the book itself is 30 pages of story. Yep. Story page counts important to me, especially in this day and age mm -hmm. where, you know, uh, two other companies like to like to put out number one issues and bulk them up with reprint stuff that we don't care about in the back. Yeah. To charge like twelve or fifteen dollars for, I go. <laughs> how much does this does the story for the actual issue contain a story pages? Is My it, your, yours is thirty pages. I yeah, meant like I meant like theirs, and you know yeah. every everything that I that I back. I look. I go. So, how many pages? Yeah. Yes. Sixty. Yeah. Twenty five dollars. That's a deal. Yeah. Yeah, I usually write at least 30 and I, I write like three issues at once. So sometimes I give it to the artist and they're like, well, we can end it. Like they look at what I write and they're interpreting it. So they'll say, well, we could end it here. And sometimes it'll be like 34 pages, 35 pages, 32, which is weird when you send it to the printer. Cause they're like, wow, you know, this is like off. So then you want to put in, you want to put it like an ad of one of your other comics in or something because, but to me, it's like, it, you know, cause I'm an indie guy, the story ends where it should end, you know, to make it interesting. So you want to read the next issue. Yeah. So I don't really care if it's 30, 35, 34, whatever, as long as it ends in that right spot that, that, that hits you so that you read and go, wow, that, that that's crazy. I got to see what happens next. That's, that's where it's going to end. Yeah, you got to have that good cliffhanger from issue to issue. Yeah, and I've literally had some artists, you know, draw before the cliffhanger. And I'm like, dude, you got to get to the cliff. You got to throw this last page, and that's what's going to hook them. You know, so, but most of the artists I work with are pretty, you know, savvy. They can they can tell the rhythm of the story and where it should cut. Nice. And this is April's cover. Mm-hmm. Bob's cover is ten dollars plus. Every, so, whenever you buy a physical copy of yours, you automatically get the PDF. Yeah, and of course, all the stretch goals. Right. Trevor's very attractive cover. Yes, he does not hold back. No. Speaking of not holding back, here's X. Yeah, his covers are always fun. And this is Lance's cover. Yeah, he's another artist who's grown just since I've known him. We worked on uh, three campaigns, and uh, he just gets better and better and better and more interesting. You know, I'm on his Instagram. I'm always looking at it going, oh, my God, you know, I want that, too. Can I, can I throw that into my campaign? You know, he's a, he's, he's a real talent. And this, his his cover uh, definitely emotes the, uh, the craft movie there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I know this guy. There you go. 
Asia's photo cover. Intercept. Oh, I like this one. Yeah, she's she's really uh, striking. You know what I mean? And you see a lot of pictures on Instagram, and it, you just get numb to it. And then I saw her like just her usual out on the street in London, you know, posing or whatever, and it was like, wow, that's really striking. So yeah, we got lucky with this. She's got the creepy contacts in in this one too, so it's yeah. kind of like yeah. Yeah, I, I said I'm I'm thinking you know American Horror Story, uh, Coven type vibe, and she got it, you know. So she's the real deal. And then the the physical art book is fifteen. And then all the naughty covers. So this is April's naughty cover. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she literally was like, how naughty can I get? I said, let it fly. Naughty is naughty. Yeah. I said, go for it and we'll talk about it later. Let me see what you come up with. And uh, brilliant work as usual. X. Yeah, I was, I was wondering how long it would take before the her top busted open. <laughs> That's that's a lot of pressure for one bikini top. Yeah, yeah it wasn't much holding that back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his his Sean's cover. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, it's a gorgeous cover. I love that one. And Gregorio's. Yeah, he actually got excited and did another cover that we're going to release uh, next week. Oh, nice. Which is cool, you know. That That's what I like about the people I work with. They, you know, they get motivated by their own interest in the project. You know, I don't, sometimes I don't ask people, you know, to do anything extra. And they, they just go, well, you know, I, what do you think of this? And I'm like, well, I think it's brilliant. Can I, <laughs> can I use it? And they're like, yeah, that's why I did it. So very lucky that way. Yeah, so many people want you know, once they're attached to a project, they they just, you know, get into it and be like, hey, if you want to add this later, uh yeah. Keith's cover. And this is April's foil cover. Mm-hmm. And Wendy's cover. Axis foil cover. Sean's foil cover. And Steph's cover. You can never mistake Steph's artwork anywhere. No, it's it's uh, that's what I mean. The first time I saw it, he handed it to me and I was just like, I'd never seen anything like this before. But I knew it was like completely original, you know. And, and later know, on, it's, was like, it's, it's great. It's uh, I couldn't believe he was working with me by the time we got to my Kickstarter because he was in so many other Kickstarters. I was like, wow, Steph. He did. Uh, 
he did a Hooters waitress for uh, Chuck Pinot's uh, Belial 2. Yeah. And I used the picture, like, cropped from, from head to midriff right. of the Hooters waitress, all covered. I, I, I used it for the, for the pic for the video. Right. Hadn't even filmed the episode, and YouTube booted me. It's hot, man. We, you, you, you're a pig. You use boobs. Hot stuff. I'm like, oh, God almighty. Yeah, well, it's artistic. Yeah, I know. So I had I had to delete, delete it, write it all up, and just use uh, his regular cover on it. Yeah. CB's naughty cover. This reminds me of that Scott Bayo movie, Zapped. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Heather. I forgot. Heather was in that. And Will Ames. Will Ames. Oh, this is going to look rad in the foil. Mm -hmm. Isn't it funny that everybody complained about 90s comics? And now <laughs> yeah. all the 90s gimmicks are like yeah. the coolest thing to, yeah. you know, because there's like, you know, a couple of generations that, you know, Missed the whole '90s boom, so yeah, that was crazy. Like ten number one issues, all bagged and all different. Yeah, you're like, I gotta have them all. They were the days. Superman died. I need a million of those issues. I'm gonna send my kid to. Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sending your kid to college on the death of Superman. The oldest comic book character in existence. You think he's really going to stay dead? Yeah, that's true. Sean's naughty foil. So the, the, the prices on the tiers are like, you know, more than reasonable, I think. Yeah. I work with Wendy uh, as far as pricing and, um, uh... You know, I want people to be comfortable. I don't want anybody breaking the bank to get what they want to get. So I try and, you know, keep it fair. The the regular covers are 10. The the naughty covers are 15. Uh, the foils are 25. 25 to 30. We were joking around the stream one day, like, mm -hmm. "Why are you still single?" I go, "I blame Steph Wilson. I'm I'm just looking for girls <laughs> that are built like that." <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely ruined a lot of people. Yes, you know, I mean, <laughs> your standards are different now. That's for sure. You know, between him and uh, Joe Lindsner, you, you know, it's it's very difficult. Stuff. I had some people that have been requesting um, Vampires in New Jersey comics and some other things. So we're going to add uh, a pack, a catch-up pack where you can, you know, have the whole shared universe if you like. And Wendy's extremely naughty cover. Mm -hmm. 
and then there's as you go down there's there's more tiers with uh you know a couple of different covers yeah. and tiers with the art book in the cover yeah mix it up and you can always do add-ons that add-on thing that they changed uh in the last i guess six months eight months that's that's been pretty handy to allow people to get what they want to get, you know, slap something else together and make their own. Order, yeah. Which yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. You, you can make a, a ton of different tiers like this of everything you think everybody's going to want. Right. And, uh, you know, like, like here, you got two different foil covers from Steph, mm -hmm. you know, a naughty and a nice, and you know, it's like, Most of it is based on, you know, what people bought previously and they, and they, you know, they asked for it. They're like, oh, I bought it like this last time. I'd like it like this, this time. So, you know, I try and, and, and this is a penultimate super pack of Asia. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's weird. You know, every time, I, we put something together and I go, wow, that seems like a lot. And then somebody gets it. It's like, wow, somebody really wanted that, you know, but you never know. Well, plus you, you have a, you have a, an exclusive print for her on the campaign too. Right. So that gets people the exclusive print and, and then some. Right. And then we go into foil prints and books and, here we go. Shared universe yeah. collection. 11 yeah. comics. Wow. Yeah. I had people adding adding uh, money and just just emailing me. Oh, yeah, you know, I want to get all your Vampire New Jersey and all that stuff. I'll just add on this much money and you just send it to me. Do you have them? And I'm like, well, yeah, I, 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 have, I have the comics in my house so I can get them to you. They're not part of the campaign. So I figured I'd just throw it on there in case people want to actually just get it. You know, 11 physical comics. Yeah. And then they can have the whole Vampires in New Jersey one through seven. Werewolves of New Jersey one. Oh, it's Werewolves of Brooklyn. I'm going to have to have them change it. Oh. Us. Werewolves of Not everything happens in New Jersey. <laughs> Werewolves of Brooklyn, even though yeah, it's. They're a biker crew uh, that lives in Brooklyn that just happen to be werewolves. Oh, yeah. I can see the back of the jacket. Yeah. One guy I... read it and he. Uh, he said it's like uh, Sons of Anarchy meets the Howling. I love it already. So, yeah, it's actually a really fun comic. I'll tell Russ right now. We, yeah. we, we, we should send one of those to Varian. <laughs> <laughs> I like the... Uh, Thanks for pointing it out. I like the uh, the Vampires cover, homage to uh, Dark Knight Returns there. Yeah, literally, after I did the first... Uh, issue. It was on Comixology and people were buying it all over the place. And a guy in England bought the first issue and he's a portrait artist. So he's in England in like London with like a portrait studio. You're a Duke or whatever. You come in, you get a, like a real painting. And he was like, oh, I've been fascinated with Jack Kirby. I've been fascinated with American comics. I want to do covers for you. And he just started sending me covers. And I'm like, well, you know, I show them to my wife. She's like, you got to pay this guy, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to pay him, but he's inspired by Frank Miller for that, you know, and he actually took another picture he had where the character was leaping 
and did a variant of his own cover and it had dark Knight look to it. So it's a nice homage, you know, came out really well. Very cool. Steph Wilson, super pack, including a Steph t-shirt. Yeah. Steph's Steph's always got his followers. Oh yeah. Very easy to put something together for them. You know, Super packs, which is brew pack, all regular covers. Eleven physical comics, all the regular covers from our great cover artists from Witches of Westchester, plus digital and all unlocked stretch goals. Nice. Because there are those 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 cover hoarders. And then, then of course, the Hoyle crew, the Foyle crew, rather, the Hoyle yeah. crew. Who's the Hoyles? <laughs> the Sorcery Supreme. Oh, these are the virgins? Yep. And don't forget our add-on section with everything else. Yeah. Yeah, people could stay just like scrolling, looking through this for, you know, hours on end. Yeah, I know it's a bit much, um, but um, from the previous campaigns, I know the first one was pretty elaborate. And then the second one, I said, well, it doesn't have to be that elaborate. And I got actually literally got complaints. So where's all the stuff? By Right. Yeah, literally (laughs) by the third one. I kind of got the right rhythm. So I'm trying to keep that things kind of the, the same way. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't mean it like it's a bad thing. No. I mean, this, this is like, you know, I know people that'll just like, you know, sit and stare, especially at redheads. Yeah. And there's just so much, there's so much stuff in here. And and the fact that, hey, you you can buy, you can get caught up and get everything. <laughs> if you want, yeah. I'm trying to uh, just give people what they, what they say they, they like. Like I said, that, that, that add on thing really helps. Oh, yeah. You know, the, uh. The thing with 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 me is I don't want to start in the middle of a story. Right. You know, I want to I want to be able to uh you know well this started in this book. Mm-hmm. So which is a Westchester started in issue six of Vampires in New Jersey. Well they were they were introduced. They were introduced. Yeah, so that's their, that's their but cameo. None, but none of these, right, but none of these characters were in that issue. They were just introduced. They were they were introduced, but they didn't appear there. Right. So, so basically right. the, the premise of witches. Right. There were witches of Westchester there, but not these witches of Westchester. 
No, these are the new candidates, right? As soon as, as soon as I read Westchester, I'm like, I'm I'm just thinking, you know, Xavier's School for the Gifted Youngsters, and yeah. uh, and I'm like, that just sounds cool. Yeah. Oh wow, this looks great, dude. Thank you. I, mean, I like I like I like the premise because you're combining like multiple things with each each book is like you know a combination of a couple things and you know and your imagination so it's just you know it's amazing trying to, trying to shake it up you know you know it's you, all good you know you what know. we like i'm just trying to kind of you know mix them together and come up with something a little different yeah just you know Mash them up and see what comes comes out on the dinner table. Yeah. Right. And so far, people seem to be enjoying it. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's all I can say is congratulations because uh, obviously Thanks, it's man. it's funded and you're going into uh, the last ten days, and we all know like the last four or five days are usually uh, a nice pick me up for the yeah. campaign. Yeah. And. Uh, and man, can, congratulations from you know being a comic book creator that has is about to have five different titles under under his belt on a regular basis. So yeah, it's a little juggling, um, but um, if I can consistently get you know one or two issues out a quarter, I'll be I'll be happy with that. You know. Yeah, that's that's still a good you know that's still a good speed, and you're doing you know you you're doing everything by yourself, so. Well, I'm writing, and then, you yeah, know. you're you're writing, and but you're running the Kickstarters, and then you have to appear on all these shows and stuff. Well, this and, is the fun part. Well, I get to talk to you. Yeah, you get to go out and talk to other people, and uh, hopefully get your book into uh, new and exciting areas. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's the fun part. Although I really do enjoy writing. Now that I started writing. This time of year is usually good for me, and I started writing Bunny uh, two days ago, and I'm almost—I'm actually almost through the first issue. So, wow! You know, once I get into it and can relax and find that groove, I can kind of just roll through it. And I would like to write more issues for each for each series, but uh, if Bunny—if I can get three issues out of Bunny right off the bat, that'll that'll help me out for for future. Because when I send it to the artist. You know, they get real comfortable if you can send them like a couple issues at once because they, they, they go, well, okay, this dovetails into that. Like they see the whole thing, you know. So that's good. They can, they can see the bigger picture and, right. and go, go through and, and paint it in their mind before they get it on paper. Right, right. So it's, you know, I've been lucky with the artists and everything and it seems to be working out. So hopefully I can just be consistent. Yeah. And... You're gonna you're gonna do uh, an art book for every issue now. I I think so because of the popularity of them. So and and if you're already doing the covers, it's just a matter of assembling, you know, assembling them in a certain way so that it it's smooth together. So the yeah. covers will be there already, you know. Yeah. So with, you know, it's it's not like extra art going in. It's it's no. you know all the all the various covers. You know, that way, you know, people don't have to, you know, go through their boxes or, 
you know, if they send them off to get graded, they're like, oh, I really had a wish I had that. Oh, I got the art book. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's basically a catalog for, you know, especially for those people that that have to have like one of everything. Right. To, uh, you know, to be able to keep track of their their books. Yeah. It's a great idea. So uh, I want to thank you very much for coming on, and uh, thank you. It's been a been a pleasure getting to meet you and talk to you. And uh, on you the too. way out, we're going to take a look at the uh, the trailer for Mavericks Volume One, uh, cool. now, now available on Indiegogo. Oh, and by war is a topic of vital importance, a subject of inquiry that cannot be ignored. It is a matter of life and death. It can be a road to safety or to ruin. In the alternate version of our world, brought to the brink of total collapse, rival nations fight for global domination, and elite pilots in futuristic combat suits Wage war on the battlefield of tomorrow. Now, six brave soldiers on a seemingly routine rescue mission will encounter more than they bargained for and uncover a dangerous secret that could change their world if they live long enough to see it. I'm sorry I cut you off when I hit the button. No, I was digging that, man. I was going to say your theme music was incredible. I was really enjoying it. Oh, thanks. I have no idea what my theme music is. Oh, it's it's uh, pretty amazing riffs, guitar riffs. I loved it. It was uh, through another podcaster, uh, another actual comic book creators, uh, friends of um, a mutual friend of theirs uh, who lent me a hand because I didn't know how to do anything like that. Yeah. And he's like, you got a logo? Yep. Okay. What kind of music you like? I like rock and roll. Okay. That's easy. Yeah. And like 40 seconds later in my inbox was that. And I was like, yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's really, it really had some interesting uh, guitar work and uh, nice rhythm to it. It's very cool. Very cool. catchy. But Thank Mavericks you. was beautiful, man. I was digging that. They just about got that trailer edited together about 20 minutes before they went live. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. A lot of people have asked me, goes, is, is that a new animated film? I'm like, like. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a, it's a book, but yeah, uh, they did a, they did a great job. They got a couple of, uh, they got a couple of, uh, animators that uh 
that he knew and he went to film school. So yeah. uh, doing, doing the layout for that, uh, uh, he finally put his education to good work and uh, yeah. quite amazing. Know, came, came out with something great. Yep. So uh, everybody go check out Witches of Westchester uh, campaign is still running for another 10 days. Do not miss out. Lots of covers, lots of perks, lots of everything. There's foil covers, there's nice covers, there's naughty covers, there's t-shirts, there's mega packs, and there's even a special tier where you can get a collection of 11 books uh, that predates this one. So you can read everything that uh, that Alton's written over the, like, the last few years, so... So please nice go check point. it out, and uh, we will catch you next time on Creators Outlet.